At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Back for our final hour of primetime action on this July 4th evening here from the South Point Sportsbook Studio in Las Vegas. I'm Ben Wilson. We have Matt Brown. Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. Some baseball to discuss. Apparently there is CFL football as well. That season is now in, what, its second or, uh, or third week, and we, uh, we, we are not betting it, though. Week Kelly, four. Used, week four. Apologies. Used to bet it, though. Halftime. Uh, Blue Bombers up on uh, the Argonauts 17-3. to that would be Winnipeg and Toronto for those who are who are not familiar. Uh, and while you have those odds pulled up, Kelly, what what do we got going uh, in the baseball? Still a few games uh, in progress right now. Yeah, Diamondbacks up on the Giants right now, six to three, bottom of the eighth inning. Uh, you can get fifteen to one live on the Giants if you feel like hopping in. Total off the board. Mets lead the Reds seven to three. That game in the top of the seventh inning. No live numbers up on that game right now. Mariners with a seven to nothing lead now on the Padres. Top of the seventh. Uh, let's see. You can take six and a half runs or lay it uh, in this game live right now. Uh, nine and a half is your total, juiced to the under at minus one thirty-five. Tigers with a four to three lead over the Guardians. Top of the seventh inning. Tigers minus two fifteen live. Guardians plus one seventy-five. Nine and a half is your live total. Uh, Braves lead the Cardinals 6-1. to one. Ben, you said, though, this game is in the top of the fifth, right? And we just went to a rain delay? Just went to a rain delay heading into the top of the fifth, so it is not an official game yet. They would need to get uh, Braves would need to get three more outs for that to become an official game. Otherwise, that would be PPD and would be a rough loss if you were a uh, Braves backer. No uh, live money line up for that game right now. Total sitting at 11.5, though, if you wanted to hop in on the rain delay action. White Sox with a one nothing lead over the Twins. That game in the top of the fourth. White Sox minus 235. Twins plus 197.5, your total. Jose Abreu starting to get the, the bat going. Tenth homer of the year, solo shot. Uh, off of Dylan Bundy, but for the most part, uh, pitchers Bundy and Cueto have actually held up decently well in a game that was uh, totaled at nine and a half. White Sox up uh, one zip there, and then for the Mets, the uh, after Hunter Green had kind of settled down, Matt gave up that early three-run bomb. The Mets offense found its legs again, and Francisco Lindor hits his 13th home of the year. Dom Smith, two-run double, and Eduardo Escobar with a double as well. So the uh, the struggles for the Reds continue. Down 7-3 a team. They showed a graphic earlier. Reds have had 997 combined games missed due to various guys on the IL. So obviously 
historically bad start, yeah. and it just has not really gotten better for yeah, them. Yeah, Tyler Stevenson did begin a rehab assignment for them. He was one of the bright spots for them earlier on in the year. He's sitting over 300, so maybe they can get him back in the lineup and get a spark, but uh, it's been rough for them. Cueto's been dodging bullets, apparently, because uh, he's given up three hits and walked four, and somehow oh, and somehow uh, the Twins are, are not on the scoreboard quite yet in that one. We do have fir- two first pitches coming. Uh, Blue Jays and the A's, Alec Manoa, Cole Irvin. Alec Manoa and the Blue Jays are minus 280 road favorites over Irvin in the A's. They are plus 235 at home as underdogs. Seven and a half, your total in that one. And then about uh, five minutes after that one, the Rockies and Dodgers, Kyle Freeland and Julio Urias. We got all the way up to minus 300 now on the Dodgers, plus 250 on Freeland and the Rockies, eight is your total there. Ben, you do have a play in the Jays and A's game. I did go team total under uh, two and a half there for the uh, the Oakland A's. Uh, and going up against, uh, we'll talk about my, I have a Wimbledon play as well for tomorrow, which we'll discuss a little bit later. But uh, yes, and, and Alec Manoa, you, you look at what he's done, uh, two runs or fewer now, if you just look at his uh, his game log here, in four of his last five starts. Guy sits nine and two with a about a, 209 ERA, advanced numbers on Manoa, extremely good. A guy who, he's not like the world's biggest strikeout guy, although he has struck out at least six each of his last couple of starts. If you wanted to go that direction, as, as you talked about, Matt, mm-hmm. his strikeout prop is at five and a half. But this is, it's a strategy I've looked to, to use playing on the A's as their numbers have gotten more and more bloated here where you have to pay such a premium to fade them now where if they're going up against an elite pitcher, specifically at home, where the A's are, are eight and have won eight games all season at home, and we're basically at the halfway mark, eight games at home where they've actually won a weighted runs created plus, the measure of just general offensive production in, in advanced analytics, of just 73, which is 29th out of the 30 teams against righties. They do not make hard contact at all. They're 28th in hard hit percentage. Uh, against elite pitchers, I, I try to just, you know, not uh, not overcomplicate things and, and look at a guy like Manoa who is – he's been a guy who, whether he's facing good competition, bad competition, even though he's a pretty young guy at 24, mm-hmm. he's not really a pitcher who sort of just gets up for the big games, right, even though he pitches in the AL East. Like, he, he mows teams down that he has a significant edge on, and I certainly expect him to do the same thing today, especially he's in that stopper role tonight. Blue Jays lose three games over the weekend after winning the first two against the Rays in that five-game set. So, again, this seems like a pretty obvious one on paper. Books are making you pay the premium, only two and a half. Not much wiggle room, but I still like it for Manoa tonight. Yeah, I mean, one of, the, one of those studs that – absolutely is panning out you know we talk about so often about these these young pitchers that come up and 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 struggle Alec Manoa not the case at all for him and like you said a little bit earlier in the show certainly should be getting a little bit more love in the whole MVP race don't know why he isn't Springer Bichette Guerrero Kirk Hernandez Guriel Chapman Espinal and Biggio for Toronto, for Oakland, Kemp, Laureano, Brown, Murphy, Vogt, uh, Stephen Vogt is still on the lead. Stephen Vogt. He's basically like a player coach at <laughs> yeah. this point. Uh, Andrus, <laughs> Sky Bolton, and Nick Allen. I can't believe Steve Vogt is still in the league. I, I, so I saw a game, too, recently where they show, they show Mark Kotze in the dugout, and the guy, you know, he just retired a couple years yeah. ago. It looks like he's aged about 25 years. He's like got the full like white beard going. Like, I'm pretty sure he's Mark Kotze is like 43. Yeah. <laughs> he just, just looks so miserable there. Um, Manoa, at least, it, it, again, the couple books that still keep mm-hmm. these odds up even during games. I'm seeing Manoa down to 6-1. to one. So we're starting to get a little bit more love. Uh, that is third in the Cy Young Award race behind only McClanahan and Verlander right now. Garrett Cole, I'm seeing 7-1. to one. Otani at 12-1, to one, who was 40-1 to one just a couple of weeks ago. So uh, that, that is one, uh, one of these late games. And again, as we talked about, probably a lot of people throwing these in their 4th of July, you know, yeah. little day-drinking parlays. <laughs> uh, with, and uh, one book in town, stations here in our Nevada jurisdiction, Dodgers are now minus 315 in the second late game. <laughs> minus 315. <laughs> That's great. A lot of hot dogs, a lot of beer, and then a lot of Dodger money lines. That is sure. great. I love it. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be talking a lot of golf this week. I mean, they we're moving across the pond. We're going to have the open in two weeks. Um, but there is, you know, the, we'll, we'll talk the Scottish open a little bit, uh, this week as well, but, but there is a, this JP McManus pro-am that is going on. Oh, you the, mean the best tournament of the weekend over the next couple of days. <laughs> and that is taking place in Limerick, Ireland. Apparently this course is just Absolutely ridiculously phenomenal. I watched why more, I want to go play. I watched more of that today, Matt, than I did, I think, any other golf this weekend. So listen, 
I'm not saying this is any sort of litmus test to how these people are going to play. I'm just, I'm just, just, re- just reporting what's going on over there. Mm-hmm. Take it for what you will. But Xander Shoffley goes out and shoots a 64 today, eight under, 64, um, leading only. Oh, this feels good to say. Outright to Ricky Fowler right now. Really, R- Ricky Fowler. Five under. Good for him. Yes, five I, under wow. on the tournament. Uh, Tyrrell Hatton shoots a four under. There are several players tied at three under. Seamus Power, Brooks Kepka, Shane Lowry being three of those players that are tied at three under. Uh, there's a bunch of uh, bunch of guys tied at two under of those. Sam Burns, Adam Scott, Dustin Johnson, Matt Kuchar. So they are all – but listen, this is a who's who – of, yes. of 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 playing in a pro am because again like it, it's, it's this, apparently this course is like the most unbelievable thing. Ryder Cup's to, going there in uh, four years, I believe. Yeah, That's and it's like it. some some kind of ridiculous like it's just some some sort of just absolutely ridiculous history there. Forty thousand well. people on the grounds today for a pro am. Yeah, um, and then again, just guys that are playing over there that went under par: um, Colin Morikawa, Jason Kokrak, Justin Rose. Um, Roy McIlroy, all all one under today in that tournament. So uh, if you want to look on the other side, on the flip side of things, you see Bryson's round today. He, he had a your classic quad bro, quad bogey nine on a par five, yeah. and then went six under the last eight holes to shoot even. <laughs> oh I mean, talk about an absolute whirlwind. And again, take with it, take take this however you want to. Matt Fitzpatrick six over. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the first round today, uh, almost almost down there towards towards the uh, caught an interview of his post round, and he was kind of I mean he was kind of laughing about it, but he was kind of like I clearly need to get some uh, links uh, some yeah. links golf play in before the open. Uh, Tiger Woods five over mm. on his round. Harold Varner three over. Scotty Scheffler three over. Um. We see Spieth was was DQ'd. Apparently, I was kind of trying to figure this out. Apparently, he because this is you know pro amps. They're playing with mm-hmm. amateurs, and there's a separate leaderboard for that. But like he apparently just didn't putt out on a hole where he had gone like oh, double. He had gone like double, double, and then just didn't putt out on a hole for some. And there was kind of conflicting reports as to what actually happened. But I think Spieth was I think six over at the time yeah. on his 14th oh. hole, so he was DQ'd. He's still participating in the you know the pro am portion of the event, right. but that was a little bit... You don't see that every day. Yeah, you do. I'm just glad to hear that, that Fowler's up there on the leaderboard, because I was getting all depressed seeing these all these pictures or whatever circulating of him, JT, and Spieth being on a boys' trip for the past like week over there, and I'm like, man, he made the trip all the way over there just to not, not to play in the Open Championship, mm-hmm. basically. So, hopefully he does well this weekend, next weekend. Uh, Justin Thomas, Tom Hoagie, uh, even par... Tommy Fleetwood, Patrick Cantlay, and John Rom one over par. Again, um, it is a pro am, but it's a star-studded, loaded, mm-hmm. loaded pro am here. So take you know take it with a grain of salt. It still might be some guys working on some stuff and and different things, but uh, we can talk about it in the last segment. That'll be a long Definitely. tease. I did make some. Open Ooh. championship bets. There you go. I got two, the, I think, in uh, in pocket already. Over the weekend, and maybe people want to get in on those before those numbers start. Scottish Open this week, and we talked about this earlier. There was the arbitration case made earlier today. Uh, Ian Poulter, Adrian Otegi, and Justin Harding, they challenged the suspension. They were live golfers. They are allowed to play in the Scottish Open. It only applies though, to those three. We have clarification now. Just those three, not the other 13 who are looking Uh, to get that application as well. All right, back to NFL Talk. Next, talking Cleveland Browns here on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. 
Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. We are back on primetime action. Final hour of the show. Hope you're all enjoying your 4th of July festivities. We certainly are. Although no no literal fireworks have been set off in, inside the studio. Um, no, I'm anti-firework. You're anti-firework. Yeah, I'm anti-firework in Nevada. <laughs> in Nevada. Because you don't get, we can't do the cool ones. And yeah. if you can't do the cool ones, I don't, the and loud ones, dog all the, too, the loud so. ones, all they do is just frighten my dogs until like they want to kill themselves. So, yeah, it's not it's not cool. For, it's like if, for if the we dogs, got the cool I ones, bad. I would just, you know, you, whatever, you grin and bear it. Because it's like, oh, okay, at least we got the cool ones. We can't do the cool ones here. And so okay. all people do is just have these ones that just make loud noises. And then my dog wants to trans- teleport into another time and dimension and, like, <laughs> just leave this whole earth. earth and like, oh, you, you, yeah. you. <laughs> if, he, if he could take, like, a cyanide pill on his own, he would do it. Like, <laughs> he would just, guy, like, he, would take, yeah, he, would, he would commit Probably suicide true. if he could. <laughs> And you're not, that's not an exaggeration either. No. That's how no. that actually works. No. Yeah. Last night, people were putting them, like, setting them off a day early was. Oh, I was hearing them all day because, Saturday. You know, cool. God, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, cool. You know, do it a day early. The dog. Cool, the well, dog, you know what I don't understand about those people, especially Matt, is that if I did that, I, I would I would go through them all on Saturday or whatever. You yeah. know, Saturday's not, I'd have to go buy more again. Yeah. I mean, because it's like, I, you know, it's fire. up the stairs. Wait, like two, same Jumps one? up in the bed and then. Sticks his head underneath the pillow, underneath the to hide his head underneath the pillow. Poor guy. Yeah. My old dog used to go in the bathroom and, get, and jump in the bathtub. Yeah, she would just cower in the bathtub. It was like it's like she almost knew the emergency rules for like if there was an explosion yeah. in your home. Yeah. So yeah, it's just not Fourth a, of July. I'm not a fan. Listen, rest of country, I'll probably have great nose, you know. But here, I'm just going. Like, no hot dog Meh. contest for no one Matt Brown. Which not? Yeah, I, I didn't know dog. you could you couldn't buy the Ten good years. stuff out here. Maybe longer than that. The good fireworks. I didn't know you couldn't do that out here. Yeah, you can't do it. I figured like desert. There's not really trees to burn, but I guess houses. But everything's dry. So yeah, what you dry. can burn is dry, and it just yeah. goes up in flames like instantly. We don't uh, don't need yeah. any more. Uh, yeah, don't anymore. need any more of that. Yeah, don't need more. <laughs> any, of that, so. any more accidents? Uh, well, I mean, so okay. That's do we do bad. the open too again for, for this or no? Yeah, well, we, we do. Yeah, to, yeah, we're gonna fire. Charlie Dog Pound. We do thirty-two teams. No, we haven't done the open yet. Is that what you asked? I said, are we? Do we do it again? Yeah, we're doing it again. Jeremy's doing it. 32 teams, 31 shows. The Cleveland Browns. Kelly, yeah, that, that, that's really impressive that you're. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Get down to the fairgrounds, <laughs> Ben Wilson. That's all I got. That's all, that's all I got is a monster <laughs> drug. So good. Why don't Why don't you voice more stuff for us? Why make the, that would be that would you know be a very logical. I like the on the fly ones better. It's better. It's I, I am with you on that. Okay, Cleveland Browns. 
Well, we've basically talked about one element of the Browns basically this entire offseason, and that is what will happen with Deshaun Watson, which we still do not know. But let's kind of back up a second, Matt, because this was a team that was a wild disappointment a season ago after finally breaking their playoff streak of losing, getting to the postseason, beating the Steelers in a wild card game on the road. But you go 8-9, and nine, had all sorts of injury issues, starting at the quarterback position with Baker Mayfield, and as you see, numbers were reflected of that. Uh, so for as much as a overall season outlook is going to depend on the quarterback situation, Matt, there's still a lot of other pieces here uh, that, go, that, are, that are, have to be all sorted out for this Cleveland team. Yeah, I mean, I was so incredibly bullish on this team going into the season last year. Um, had, all kinds of, had all kinds of tickets on them, obviously, none of which cashed at all as, we, as I watch a two-run shot for Byron Buxton go over the fence oh. up there for the Twins, 2-1. to one. For the Twins. Kevin Stefanski, Alex Van Pelt at offensive coordinator, Joe Woods at defensive coordinator. So the entire staff, you know, back again, trying to trying to run this back with what they hope to be an elite quarterback, though. We don't know what's going to happen. I mean, like, that's the thing is we don't know what's going to happen with all that. So in, of course, they trade for Deshaun Watson. They also trade for Amari Cooper, who is in. They signed Jacoby Brissett as backup quarterback. However, we might be looking at Jacoby Brissett making – several starts or a season's worth of starts for this team, depending on how this all plays out when it's all said and done, Ben. And I mean, that's the Mm -hmm. big question here about this Browns team. Now, listen, if you actually look at Jacoby Brissett's advanced numbers, and if you actually look at Jacoby Brissett's stuff over the last couple of seasons, he's about league average, actually. I mean, he's not good, but he's not terrible. So the question we will have to ask ourselves here as we run through you know, the, the pros and the cons of this team, is can a team led by Jacoby Brissett still be good enough to maybe contend for a playoff spot? And that's what we're going to have to decide somewhere along the way. Right. They, also, they also retained David Njoku. They, first they franchise-tagged him, and then they went ahead and signed him to an extension. So uh, he, he is in. On the outside of things, Jarvis Landry is with the Saints. Austin Hooper is with the Titans. Uh, Troy Hill left for the Rams. Uh, Rashard Higgins is over with the Panthers. So all those guys are out of town for them. Now, with the draft, whenever you do what they have done with all these trades and stuff, they didn't have a pick until the third round. They took Martin Emerson, a cornerback, with their third-round pick. They had a, uh, actually had three third-round picks. They had a defensive end, Alex Wright, with a third-round pick, and then a wide receiver, David Bell, with their last third-round pick. Fourth-round pick, Perry and Winfrey. It's a defensive tackle for them who might actually end up having to play some minutes. And then in the fourth round, they also took Cade York, kicker out of greatest college there is, Louisiana State University. But uh, we'll, you know, we'll, see how that all, all right. we'll see how that all plays out. I, I think Matt saw my eyes. I was about to jump in there and name a different school just for fun, so he had to clear it up. Yeah, Louisiana State <laughs> University. Cade York. Kicking Cade. You know, uh, that's, that's it. Does feel like he kicked there for about nine years? Yeah. I'll tell you that much. He was listen. You know, as far as kickers go, pretty popular kicker actually on yeah. campus. Really? You know? Okay. Yeah. Well, he was on the big stage. You know, the biggest of big stages a couple times, right? Yeah. Uh, according to Sharp Football, this is the eighth easiest schedule in all of the NFL, and he has them projected at ten wins. And if you take a look, you will see real quick why this schedule is ranked so easy, and also you will see why if this Brown squad is only going to be without Deshaun Watson for the first half of the season, this might actually be super incredibly manageable, Ben, and not only incredibly manageable, but could be uh, one of those deals where they can actually make a serious run because it's not going to be all that penal if you take a look at the beginning of the season. Panthers, Jets, Steelers, Falcons, first four weeks. Even with Jacoby Brissett, you're going to be favored in all four of those games. So they're going to be favored weeks one through four, no matter who's playing quarterback. Kelly could play quarterback, and they would in, they would be favored in these games. So I don't know. How's the arm? I days? throw a mean 10-yard out. All right, so then, yeah, there you go. That's all you need. Um, now, look, things change in week five. Certainly not going to be favored against the Chargers. But depending on what the Patriots look like, that could be something, you know, could be a push them, some, you know, kind of a pick them right there against the Patriots squad. Probably will definitely be a dog at the Ravens and, uh, and, and certainly will be a, a dog to the Bengals. But it's one of those deals where if they start 4-0, or better yet, if they start 5-1, and 
lost to the Chargers and they end up beating the Patriots. I mean, if you're sitting there five and one, if you only are without Deshaun Watson through the first eight weeks of the year, whatever, you lose to the Ravens, you lose to the Bengals, who cares? Mm-hmm. Now you're sitting five and three. You come out of this bye into a Dolphins game now with Deshaun Watson, and look, you get to navigate a, an interesting part of the schedule with him. Now, there is a couple of tough games at the Bills, at home versus the Bucks, but then you get a nice little stretch there where you go at the Texans, you get the Ravens at home, you get the Saints at home. If you're going to go on the road, you get the <laughs> – Ben's looking at his bed about to go down uh, down in flames in the first <laughs> inning. Um, the, the, the commanders – uh, on the road, I mean, commanders, we don't expect to be uh, anything special. And then uh, and then finish out the season with the Steelers. So mm-hmm. I see why the projection is at 10 wins. Is that projection still at 10 wins in your eyes, like if Jacoby Brissett's playing quarterback? I mean, that's, that's, that's the deal here. But, I mean, the talent on the team. I mean, ESPN has this team as the sixth most talented roster heading into 2022. So when you factor in everything – Stefanski, I think we all think, is a good coach. Yep. It looks like Wood, uh, Joe Woods on the defensive side of the ball knows what he's doing. It looks like Van Pelt helping out there with the, uh, on the offensive side knows what he's doing. You bring in Jacoby Brissett, and, and listen, I know it's not one of those things where you're, you're jumping up and down about having to start Jacoby Brissett in the NFL in 2022, but I'll put it this way. How many other, how many other guys that were available – were could come in and step in and mm-hmm. play six to eight games for you, and you not be like, like feeling like it's the worst situation ever. Like this is probably the very best situation they could have stepped into if they have to be without you know Deshaun Watson. For I, I'm with you. They could win five games in those first eight. They can they can win five games before before the bye for sure. You you toast already, Ben? No, uh, just a pop up <laughs> like barely into the outfield and the center. I don't know what. What George Springer, George Springer literally, they weren't even going to send the runner at third, and George Springer threw it all the way yeah. over the pitcher, over the catcher, like and the into pitcher the third row. into yeah. the backstop. It's already one nothing. Just like lost it into the third row. This somehow. is so stupid. Yeah. Sorry, I, I swear I'm listening to what you're saying. No, no, no. I, and you make a lot of good points. Because remember last year we said, I mean, there was a pretty reasonable case we made that if the Browns just stuck with Case Keenum, yeah. they probably make the playoffs yeah. last year. And instead, Baker Mayfield tried to tough it out and They'll be everybody's hero, and it, and it just didn't work out. I have questions, too, on the, the defensive side because uh, you mentioned Joe Woods coming back as defensive coordinator. What do we make of this defense that was really, really good against the pass but struggled against the run last year in a division where run defense really matters? We'll discuss that next. Figure out, is there actually value to be made on uh, on their future's odds? We'll discuss right after this. Luke. Ice cold beers, cold, hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken beer made better. 21 and over only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. I've already lost it. Amazing. 15 minutes after the game started. <laughs> if you're going to lose I would a baseball it. bet, lose it in the first <laughs> inning so that you don't have to sit here and no like, sweat will be happy. Yeah, like don't don't have it where you're sitting here and it's like, oh, by the, the ninth inning, there's some kind of crazy rally. Yeah. You know what? Go down in flames. Lose your <laughs> under team total two and a half whenever they score three runs in the first <laughs> inning. Oh, but first, just like a ri- ridiculously hilarious error by by George Springer, uh, what ends up being a sack fly. Then Elvis Andrews, uh, who who is still alive and well, Elvis Andrews on a tear recently. Yeah, there recently, nineteenth double of the year, two run double. It's three nothing. And what's really hilarious too, you said Kelly, you were looking at the live numbers. During I've, the break. Ne- I've never seen live odds. Who were again in yeah. your three dollar dog in this game tonight. Blue Jays were what you said, Kelly? Plus one sixty when, when, when the I inning first, ended. Yeah, in between the in between innings, when I first pulled up, I saw plus one sixty five. I've never seen live odds move like this actually, because it it was every time I kept mentioning numbers to you guys, it would tick down ten more cents. I think it closed at plus one fifteen before uh, this inning started. So yeah, a fifty cent move right, right in between innings. I mean, it's still even plus one forty, and there's two outs and nobody on at the top of the second. I just, 
Correct. Just uh, it, a lot, a lot of Fourth of July parlays involving uh, these games, but I've lost. Listen, I, I, I understand why people are coming in. I mean, you, you've talked about. It. I mean, how bad the A's have been, not only just at home, but just in general all season. And you would think that Manoa kind of settles down, right? I mean, he yeah. is. He's certainly not had a. And you know, as as we say this, oh no, never mind. It's not leaving. But I mean, he hadn't had like he 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 has not looked poor really all year long. And so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't think that this is going to be one. Of the, I mean, look, it all it all happened on two hits because you mentioned that was just some some errant some some errant pitching. I mean, George Springer yes. almost threw a baseball yeah. into the crowd from center field. Uh, just yeah, yeah, on a short little pop up, Springer. He could have underhanded it back into the infield because they weren't going to send the runner, and instead he put it three rows deep into, uh, the, into the stands, and so they, they get a run yeah. that way. I mean, while Guardians might get uh, swept here by the lowly Detroit Tigers, already lost 4-1 in the opener, and they currently are down 5-3. Uh, five, five, Eric Haas just uh, hit his sixth homer of the year, bottom of the seventh, so 5-3 Tigers in the second game of that double dip. Uh, mentioned in Cleveland, they, again, could potentially go down there. Two games today uh, in a very important race there in the AL Central. We're talking Cleveland Browns, though, as we continue. 32 teams, 31 shows. So last year, Matt, this was a Browns defense that, as you, uh, you, you talked about with Joe Woods as the defensive coordinator, very good last year in, in overall DVOA at Football Outsiders against the pass. They were seventh in that mark, 23rd against the run. And they did, like they, we talked about resigning Jadavian Clowney to a one-year deal. But you look at the type of guys that they have, it kind of profiles as a group that will be more of, like, they are more pass rush type guys. And you wonder, too, with, with knowing Joe Woods as a coordinator, he's used a lot of light boxes in the past if you look at his, his breakdowns. We've discussed kind of ad nauseum here the offense. We expect there to still be a lot of positivity and a lot of production even without a Deshaun Watson, depending on how long he's missing. Uh, what do you make, though, of, of a defense that certainly has a lot of a lot of strengths but also some glaring weaknesses as well? Yeah, I mean, the, the strengths are on the outside and the weaknesses are very, very glaring on the inside. I mean, if you take a look, between Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney, the outside, it's going to be great. It all, you know... The re-signing of Clowney just guarantees that Garrett is still going to be able to get mostly one-on-ones and is going to be able to to feast on the outside. The problem is, is how are they going to to stop the run? And as you mentioned, uh, in a division, maybe not necessarily with with the Bengals as much this year with the improved offensive line. Maybe they will become even more pass-heavy than they have been in the past. But certainly with the Ravens, we know we're going to want to run the ball. And then the Steelers, in what we consider to be a slight rebuild you would assume they're going to try to run the ball uh, a decent amount as well. So um, I, I look, and I mean the Ravens, and, and mm-hmm. so and so you take a look there, and it's like, man, I, I'm. If you look at Pro Football Focus, forty-one point six Elliott graded out, fifty-six point four Brian graded out on the inside. Elliott last year, one hundred and second out of a hundred and nine. You know what college you went to? Possible uh, defensive lineman that they graded. The great University of Missouri. The juxtaposition, though, of Miles Garrett, who was first overall out of all defensive linemen. So that is the thing. It's like you have the very best outside rusher going along with one of the very worst inside guys. So, look, the linebacking core, actually pretty good across the board. It should be that should help out at least a little bit. These guys, at least from a tackling standpoint and the grades that they've got and all that, they tend to be on the on the higher end of of the spectrum. Especially Owosu uh, Kamora, uh, he was he was ninth overall at eighty seven different linebackers that were graded by Pro Football Focus last year. But the secondary is is the strength here on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, listen, as good as. As good as Miles Garrett is, he is but one man, and he's going to take help. He's going to need help in order for him to have a, a season like he did last year. And if those guys can't, and certainly if Jadavian Clowney can't stay on the field, right? I mean, because we've seen that happen time and time again, then Garrett's going to get double and triple teamed, like we see with Aaron Donald, and you know, and all the things like that. And and so it's going to be down to Denzel Ward, Greg Newsom, Greedy Williams, uh, John Johnson, and then Grant Delpit. Now, when you when you read off those names and you look, I mean, that is a super high pedigree. Right there, of all those guys, these are all super high draft picks. These are all guys that 
again, the upside on some, on some, when I say some, like a Greedy Williams and a Grant Delpit who are still kind of young, and then the pedigree on a John Johnson, a Denzel Ward, uh, is super, super high, right? And so this secondary, actually, Pro Football Focus likes them so much, they're third overall. Number rated three. Yeah, yeah, like rated third overall heading into the 2022 season here. And so they can they can do a lot to help out the lack of what you're going to get maybe from this defensive line. But as we know, I mean, they can only do so much. And, and, and these quarterbacks are so good these days. The passing schemes are so good these days that if a guy just has – if, if a guy has a long time to throw, it doesn't matter how good Denzel Ward plays or Grant Delpit or John Johnson or Greedy Williams or any of these guys, like, it's it's just they're going to complete passes on you, you know, and so that's going to be the big deal. And the other big deal on this is is we talk about, look, the offensive line is nails. I mean, like, as good an offensive line as you're going to put together. Wills, Batonio, Harris, Teller, and Conklin is legitimately, like, a, a dream team of offensive yeah. linemen. So they'll be able to run the ball. And maybe they'll do a lot of running. Maybe they'll do even more running to kind of try and mask whatever deficiencies they may have at the quarterback position. But they also might run the ball even more this year because of what's happening at the wide receiver position, right? So they do have Amari Cooper. But after that, it is incredibly unproven people after that. Rashard Higgins, uh, listen, he's not a superstar, but at least he was a guy you could go out there and, like, he he'd been on the team for several years. He he understood the the, the system, the situation, and at least was a decent ish number two. Now your number two has to become Donovan Peoples Jones. Is he good? We don't know. Like hasn't I mean, done a whole lot. Yeah, so hadn't far. done a whole lot, and like like we don't know. Like is he good? We'll find out. I mean, he only got twenty targets as a rookie. He did get like four times that as a three three or four times that or whatever in his second season. This is the third season for him to really show what he can do. They did draft David Bell, so he's going to step in to be the slot receiver from day one. So he's going to try to play that Jarvis Landry role. And will he be able to do anything as a rookie? Listen, it's been a very weird – like, rookie receivers has been very weird in the NFL the last couple of seasons. There's the there's the Justin Jeffersons and Jamar Chases of the world who step in and make these instant impacts. And then we also have these guys, uh, you know, more than not – that, that don't make any impact until year two, year three. And so to ask David Bell to step in and, and replace a Jarvis Landry, who, again, wasn't flashy, but what he did right. do is he was a chain mover, right? He was a precise route runner, had really, really good hands, and, and could and could move the chains for you. So, you know, listen, I think this team could be fine if they can run the ball and, and kind of just play keep away a little bit. I think the defense will be good enough. They averaged 4.8 yards per rush attempt whenever – whenever they had all these linemen healthy last year, right? I mean, if you're getting 4.8 yards a clip, you're going to be able to possess the ball. Maybe your possession of the ball is almost like a defense for you. But we talk about the the interior defensive line. What are you going to get out of the quarterback position? What are you going to get out of these young receivers and stuff? A lot, of, lot, a lot of question marks here for this Browns team, which is why, again, I'm going to pass, man. I'm not going to play them one way. Or the other, I don't even care about the easy schedule. Even, even, yeah, even, yeah. and again, it's kind of like how both with them and with Cincinnati, these are going to be tough teams as well. Like to kind of bet in season, just be, and a lot of that depends right on on the yeah. Watson case here. But it just makes it difficult when you know, all right, a team is probably going to like. There's a path to mask a lot of those deficiencies early. You just even if you like them and how it shapes out, you just aren't going to get yeah. value. They're just not. not yeah, really I'm just. It's just. I think I'll sit back, watch, and right. and see if we figure things out at the beginning of the year. I think they what around a around a pick'em week one against the Panthers. That'll be uh, interesting. They were pretty heavily favored earlier. Now with Watson presumed to be suspended for that game, pretty much a pick'em for the Browns to open the season against Carolina. First half of the AFC North. I believe we'll have we'll have more uh, AFC North teams to discuss later on this week. And 32 teams, 31 or so shows. But up next, we'll look at the Wimbledon Tuesday card down to the quarterfinals, both on the men's and women's side. Maybe some open championship thoughts from Matt. Maybe some early bets he has in pocket. We'll discuss next. Also, update MLB one final time here on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The VSIN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now until the end of this month. Sign up today and you'll get VSIN's daily best bets. That includes Adam Burke on Major League Baseball, NFL preseason coverage, and premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features the daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vsin.com slash summer. We look at a couple more MLB games before we wrap things up. Talk some Wimbledon here uh, before handing the baton over to the crew on the nightcap tonight for the next three hours. Uh, it is final. Detroit knocks off the Guardians of Cleveland, so a double-dip loss for Cleveland, who basically mm. had feasted on these bad teams all season, and now that is uh, not happening anymore. Yeah, so they three three brutal. games out of first pending this Minnesota uh, and White Sox results, which is 2-1 Twins right now in the bottom of the six. So both pitchers have uh, performed unexpectedly well outside of basically one home run uh, from each side. Uh, meanwhile, the Mets should be getting the job done 7-4 in the top of the ninth on the Cincinnati Reds. Mariners all over the Padres, 8 nothing there in the bottom of the eighth, and they remain in a rain, a rain delay in Atlanta, 6-1 uh, there in the top of the fifth. But uh, not a good sign for the Guardians, who we, right as we started to think, uh, maybe they're kind of for real, and then... This is not a good look, though, to, to lose a double dip uh, to the just awful Detroit Tigers, who were 17 games under 500 entering the day today. Yeah, it's it's one of those. I'm not going to say must wins, but like you got to win those games. Like the, those are the games that you have to win, and especially whenever you are getting like maybe not the greatest pitching performances, but it wasn't like you know they weren't blow up performances or anything like that yeah. from your starters, and and you got to be able to you got to be able to beat the Tigers, who have been absolutely. Terrible. I mean, absolutely pathetic as far as offensive performances on the on the season. So, um, yeah, maybe it's time to to jump off that. that I, I don't I don't have a Guardians ticket or anything like that. But man, it certainly looked like there was a, a chance for them to be kind of rounding into shape. But not Jeez. not the case. One day, but mm -hmm. not not a good look today. You can get uh, Kelly a, a, Blue Jays now plus two forty if you want to dive back into that uh, live market world. A's three, Blue Jays nothing. I lost my team total bet in the first inning. Of that one. Down to plus 210. Wow. Down to plus 205. Wow. <laughs> this is, just me this is it. comedic. Just watching it. Manoa is pitching right now. They're not even at the plate. Nothing's even happening. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Um, tennis tomorrow, Matt. Quarterfinals get underway. Really, really fun slate. Uh, highlighted really by the Novak Djokovic Yannick Center match, one versus 10 in the rankings. And that is the one match I do have a play on uh, for tomorrow. I'm going to go ahead. I'm not sure if there's anything that stands out to you, Matt, on, mm. on the card, but I am looking at the over in the number of games tomorrow, 34 and a half. You can find that. I know at DraftKings, that's at even minus 110. There's only a couple shops in Nevada that even offer these, but I was able to get minus 115 on that one. And th really, this, this handicap comes down to, we did not know much about Yannick Sinner on grass before Wimbledon. He'd only played nine matches on the mm -hmm. tour level on grass, and his numbers weren't very good. By far, his worst surface before. But he has pretty clearly turned a, a, a massive corner for a 20-year-old a 20 with so much talent on other surfaces. 
He had never won a match in the main draw before this tournament, but he has taken out some, I mean, some big names, some big servers. Yeah. And ultimately, like his baseline in Grand Slams was about 63% of service points won, 40% on return, which is pretty well above average, 103% combined. This tournament, he's at 71% of his service points won, and again, 40% of his return points won, which is among the elite numbers, at 111% combined. He looked really comfortable taking out John Isner, the, I mean, the serve master. Uh, on grass, he looked really solid taking out Carlos Alcaraz, and our prediction that yeah. Alcaraz's run would come to a, a premature end based on his seed, that certainly came true. I don't know that he can beat Djokovic. I certainly don't. I'm not yeah. saying he's going to beat Novak Djokovic, but I certainly would expect Djokovic to get pushed in this match. And whether you want to – I mean, dra- if you have the ability, you can bet – uh, you can bet Sinner to win at least one set at plus 100. I don't hate that bet either. At the very least, I think this goes for Sinner pushes Djokovic. I think we see a really tight match that Djokovic pulls out, and so I'm going to go over 34.5. Uh, as a result here, now I'm, I'm, I'm sold at this point on Sinner, at least having turned the corner. And, and when you, as you talked about, Matt, with how high variance a tournament like Wimbledon is, yeah. you learn a lot about these guys in tournament, and we've learned a lot about Yannick Sinner. If he starts well, I think that this could – could certainly be at least a little bit of a tester for Djokovic. Now, if you're if you're wondering, he has a minus nine hundred favorite. Yes, he has a minus nine hundred favorite for the match. If you want center, you can get plus five fifty on him. Uh, I don't think he wins. I think that this though is going to be one of the. I think it's going to be good for him in the long run, though. You know, one of those matches where it's like, okay, I've made it deep into one of these. I've faced the best of the best. I gave him a good push. And then we're going to be talking about center, maybe winning one of these things here in the next couple of years. But um, I, I don't think this is the the test. But I mean, I don't think this is the time. But like you said, I do think he tests him here. I think yeah. this could be at least a little bit of a push for Djokovic. Same thing, like like I said, with, with Fritz and Nadal. I mean, that's another match that is is on Wednesday. Um, right now, Fritz is plus 220, so he is a much, much, you know, uh, Nadal's only in minus 290 in this thing, so he is a much, much smaller favorite over Fritz. I, I think he I think he pushes Fritz. I, I think Fritz pushes him a little bit. I think there's a little bit of a test going on with that one, so it wouldn't surprise me to see that one um, go a little bit the go a little bit longer as well. On the women's side tomorrow, there's really nothing. I mean, look, Andre Boer's minus 380 in that match. Yeah. I mean, listen, it would be a dog or pass for me just because of how variant the women's side of things has been. I think Jabor wins. That said, I would never lay minus 380 with kind of the state of, of – I mean, listen, she's been <laughs> yeah. pressed as well. Like, I mean, like, she's mm-hmm. she's been pressed this whole tournament. Now, she's ended up she's, – she's been able to come out on top. Like, don't get me wrong, and there's something to be said for that. But, you know, at some point – does all of these long matches, do all of these grinding kind of sets and things like that end up taking a toll and and she finally ends up fading? I don't know, but I, that's why, to me, it's it's dog or pass in that match. And for, and again, the rest of the quarterfinals too, like Anissimova at, I'm seeing two to one on that opening number against Simona Halep. Mm. It, it's hard to want, it's hard to step in front of the Halep train, but I, especially in women's tennis and best of three, I like taking the strategy of if, if I think there's a dog that's alive in a pretty competitively priced match like mm. this, Taking a number on a dog like Anisimova at two to one, you see the live odds change so so quickly, especially in women's tennis, where I've always felt like, and we can kind of both the test of this having having at mm. least played before and knowing how breaks of serve are very very important in the men's game, but not as important on the women's game. Yeah, the betting algorithm treats them the same way. They they treat a break of serve like yeah. it's the end of the world, and you see these things flip on a dime. So I would be looking for a potentially a Anisimova pre-match play and a potential spot where I could get Halep as a decent dog. Maybe she gets either gets down a set or gets down a break yeah. early on in the match, and you could get both players at a dog price. That's usually my strategy in matches like this. We'll see where that number goes on Anisimova, but I've loved Anisimova for a couple of years now. A tall, big-serving player. That, that should translate really well to the grass. She's matured a lot. A really, really young player who's you know, barely, uh, barely out of her teenage years, but... Uh, with the way Halep's playing again, it's going to be a tough ask. Yeah. Certainly think this one goes three, though. That's it. I mean, listen, what we've talked about before with Halep, look, things start going south with her a little bit, and then she yeah. gets a, her attitude changes. She she is one of those. She's another. She is also one of those players. She's, I'm not going to say the female version of Kyrgios, but she will punt off a match. If, like, things start going against her, like, she she – she punts it off every now and then, and so like I don't hate that play at all. Take a little bit of the dog and see if you can, if you can get in both sides of of that one. Um, certainly, certainly one of the uh, one of the deals here where I, we said earlier in the show, if you're just joining us, if you're 
if you want to bet any of these, if you want to bet any of these ladies on a future side yeah. of things right now, it would be very hard for me to talk you off of any of them because of just how incredibly crazy this this thing has been. So, um, I like Jabour. I think it's probably her tournament at this point. But again, like we said, we have seen her pressed multiple mm-hmm. times this tournament, and and maybe maybe getting pressed one more time is just going to be too much. Yep. So I've I've not made that any sort of a play. I want to I want to see the order of play because if that's yeah. that, if that's the five a.m. match, uh, I might just be like, you know what. Because I want to be in a position to to uh, to in in play that. Uh, oh match, yeah, it's the five five thirty eight. Oh, it is five thirty a.m. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. I'll think about it. I'm gonna figure out if I want to adjust my sleep schedule, but that's probably gonna be a negative. <laughs> You've made. Uh, you have a, a player two ben. in pocket for the. Uh, oh, sorry, Matt's ben. already worked out for two hours by then. Let's go. <laughs> I've uh, open championship. Though? Well, I mean, yeah, I've got those. I mean, I've also made some plays for this week as well. Oh, already. this week too. Already the Scottish yeah. or the Barracuda. The Scottish man, All come right. on. The Scottish. And by the Hell way, gonna bet the Barracuda. By the way, your boy got her up, man. For the Scottish, Cam Smith here in town. 30 to 1. 30 to 1 mm. for Cam Smith. In this, listen, what do we hate about Cam Smith? He sprays it all over the place off the tee. Where does it not matter in a place like this? <laughs> you can hit it courses. from five fairways <laughs> over. It doesn't matter. Like, like he, and so every single thing else he does is absolutely beautiful. It's absolutely perfect. He's master of the short game, putts so incredibly well. Every single thing that he does is awesome, except off the tee. And this is where, like, places like this is where it doesn't matter. So uh, give me 30 to 1 on him all day long. I took 45 to 1 on Ryan Fox um, for this week as well. Hey, call me a sucker, Kelly. You give me 30 to 1 on Sam Burns, I'm taking it every single time. I don't care. I hear you. The win equity is too high for him to be 30 to 1. That's um, one of my open championship bets already. Uh, I have that as well at 48 to 1 in the account. Uh, I also have Adrian Moronk. Sure. At 140 to one, name. he is a player over on the European Tour. Get it, just get, just put a small bet, put it in your ticket. He won this past week at the Irish Open. He has a th- third place. He has a sixth place already on the tour this year. Good to know. Look at it, giving us plays on the way out. For Matt Brown, for Kelly Bidlin, I'm Ben Wilson. It is the nightcap coming up next here on Visa. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.